Hey, this is Josh Herrera, and I'm the pastor of Lighthouse Church North County, and this is our podcast. Wherever you are and however you are listening, I want to say thank you for tuning in to what we are teaching at Lighthouse. Our desire is that these messages would help you to fulfill your God-given potential. If this message impacts you, share it with someone you know. We are on this journey together, becoming more like Jesus, one day and one step at a time. Now here's today's message. We hope it blesses you. So let's dive in. Go with me now to the book of Exodus. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures to you all. We're going to pray, and then we're going to dive into what God has for us today. The book of Exodus, chapter 6, verses 6 through 7. And it reads as follows. Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I want to talk to you on this thought that I believe the Lord has given me today, and it's called the heartbeat of God. Let me pray for you. Father, bless us as we hear your word today. As I'm speaking it, would you bless them with the grace to receive it? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The heartbeat of God. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever lost a kid before mom and dad? I I know that's a tough confessional to make, having lost a kid before, but but, uh, I'm thinking about this story when my parents lost my youngest brother. So so let me tell you the story and let me set this up for you. So back when I was growing up, there was an event in Balboa Park in downtown San Diego called Christmas at the Prado. This would happen the very first weekend of December and it was bringing in the Christmas season. Now, for those of you younger, you probably don't know that name because people got unhinged with the word Christmas and so they changed it to December nights but it's essentially the same thing at Balboa Park. Now there are thousands of people that show up to this event every single year. Well one year when we were out there I was probably about 13, 14 years old and my youngest brother Jordan was maybe five or four and um, we were out there uh, having a good time at Christmas at the Prado and there are thousands and thousands of people there at Balboa Park and my youngest brother Jordan got lost. This is equivalent to losing a kid at Disneyland. It's, It's crowded. You are sure your kid is freaking out and we were freaking out. I'll never forget my dad. He he looks at me. He looks at my older brother, James, and he mobilizes us real quick. And he's like, James, you go here. Josh, you go there. I'm going to go here. Let's meet back here. We have to go and find Jordan. And so, so there we were on this search and rescue mission, trying to find my brother. And if you're wondering how this story ends, well, we're still looking for him. If you find Jordan, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Eventually we found him. We were reunited. And uh, it's a story that I have been telling all these years later. Why? Because I want to talk to you today about how God feels when he loses someone. So let's go back into our text, Exodus chapter six, verses six through seven. There is this passage where God is talking to Moses and he's telling Moses, say this to Israel. So Moses is the intermediary or the spokesperson for God. And God tells him uh, four things. God makes four promises to Israel. And he tells this, tell this to the people. Number one, I will bring you out. That's the first thing. He says to them, number two, I will free you. 
Number three, I will redeem you. And the fourth thing he says, and I will take you as my own people. What these are referred to are as the four I wills of God. He's saying, I will do this. I will do this. I will do this. And, and these four I wills are four promises of God that even today, many Jews still read this scripture, commemorate this scripture. They, they will drink wine as they, they, they remember that God brought their ancestors out of Egypt. And to this present day, it's something where they celebrate the four I wills of God. Now, the reason I'm talking about that is this passage of scripture is actually repeated several times in the Bible. There's actually been some teachings where I showed this exact same um, message from God in other places in the Bible. You're just going to take my word for it today in the interest of time. But we see God repeat these four promises now, not just to Israel, but now to his people over and over again. And, and the reason I believe that God repeats them over and over again is because it is the very heartbeat of God. It is the very heartbeat of God. And, and so these four promises to Egypt translated into a New Testament and present day context, it means these four things that are the heartbeat of God. Number one, God wants the lost to be saved. He wants people who do not know him to be saved. Number two, he wants saved people to be pastored. He wants the saved to be pastored. Number three, he wants pastored people trained. And lastly, he wants the trained to be mobilized. So, so we believe this to be the heartbeat of God due to its occurrences throughout the scripture. And so what we have done here at Lighthouse Church is we've made that our vision. So for those of you that are not familiar with the vision of Lighthouse Church, here's the vision statement. For some of you, it's been a while since you've been to Growth Track, or for some of you, you've never been to Growth Track. So you're going to hear me articulate the vision statement of Lighthouse Church, and, and this is it. We exist so that people far from God can fulfill their potential in Christ. We exist so that people far from God can fulfill their potential in Christ. That's our vision. Now, every good vision needs a mission. The mission accomplishes the vision. And so what we're going to do in this series all in is each week, I'm going to talk to you about a different part of our mission that supports the vision of Lighthouse Church. And so today we're going to dive into the very first part of that mission. And the very first part of that mission is this. We want people far from God to know God. We want people who are far from God to know God, or as we simply say here at Lighthouse Church, to know God. We exist for people to know God. So let me read to you a scripture, and I think it articulates why this matters to God. And it's found in Luke chapter 15, verses 3 through 8, and it goes as follows. Then Jesus told his followers this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country to go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he puts it on his shoulders and goes home. I want you to listen to what happens next. Then he calls his friends and his neighbors together and he says, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. And I tell you in that, that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents 
than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. So here in this passage of scripture, let's talk about this. I believe that when the shepherd leaves the 99 in order to go after the one, he's giving us a glimpse of his heart. He's giving us a glimpse of his heart. He shows us that he loves that we gather and he loves that we assemble in community and he loves that he has 99 sheep, if you will, who are at home, but he doesn't stop there. He doesn't stop just because he's got the overwhelming majority at home. He doesn't stop because 99 are home. He wants to go after the one who got away. He wants to make sure that the one displaced sheep comes back home. Now, what happens after you've been saved and come into the family of Christ? Well, we know that uh, immediately after that, we want to see people be formed into Christ, but also that we would join him in the efforts to go and to bring back more people who are far from God, that, that we would now go after the one. Think about this for a second. When we lost my brother Jordan on that night at Christmas at the Prado, my dad didn't look around and see me, my older brother James, my younger brother Jacob and say, well, I got three out of four. I, I, I got the majority, we can go home. No, absolutely not. No, no parent does that. They, they go after their lost child. In the same way, I want you to know that when God looks down, from heaven and he sees us here on earth. I want you to know that he doesn't just count people who know him to be his sons and daughters. He counts everyone to be his sons and daughters. So these are people that have not yet come to faith. He counts them as a son or a daughter. These are people who don't look like you. These are people who reject him. These are people who don't believe in him. These are people who don't vote like you. These are people who don't agree with your values. He doesn't call them a stranger. He calls them a son. He calls them a daughter. And he's not going to feel good about churches gathering on Sunday if they don't exist to also go out and find lost sons and lost daughters. Why? Because that's what a family does. A family goes and finds the lost and brings them in. And this is what God's family does. And, and this is why we launched Lighthouse Church North County in March of 2019. We, we wanted to come into the North County, partner with what God was already doing here, build a church of people who would go after the one, people that would go after those who are far from God. We believe that to be the very heartbeat of God. And so, so what happens when we find them? What do we do when they come? Well, the scripture shows us there's three things and it's articulated in that story. And, and there are three things that God wants for people once we have brought them in and found them. Number one, he wants for people to repent. He want, the we see this in the story of the shepherd that, that, that in the same way when someone is lost and comes back home and repents, the shepherd throws a big party for them. The, the, the shepherd invites his friends and his neighbors and his family. So we've got to get people to see their need for God and for them to make the move, to repent. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 says this, Therefore come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean, unclean thing and I will receive you. And I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord I'm Almighty. 
So to know God is to leave your former life behind and make a decision to follow Jesus. Now, I know in the church, we don't talk a ton about repentance. It feels like maybe even that word repentance has followed on has fallen on hard times. But but I love what the scripture says about repentance. It says it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. And that's what we believe here at Lighthouse Church. We don't shame people into repentance. We don't guilt people into repentance. We don't preach and tell people that uh, the world is going to end and that they better hurry up and repent. Uh, we, we believe that it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. And so we are going to teach and preach on the goodness of God. And we're going to show people the goodness of God. And when they see the goodness of God, that's going to cause them to want to abandon what they've been doing far from him and run to the arms of a loving father. It's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. Well, number two, after someone makes the decision to, to get out from where they're at, well, they need to also surrender their lives. They, they need to also, like Queen Elsa said in Frozen, let it go. Whatever it is, they've got to let it go. Whatever it is, it is the thing that holds them back. It is the thing that is in the way of them pursuing a relationship with Jesus. And, and we believe that people that are coming to Christ need to surrender. Mark 8 says this um, in the message translation. It says, anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You are not in the driver's seat. I am. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way to saving yourself. I love reading scriptures in the message translation. I think that Eugene Peterson, the author of the message translation, always has a great way of articulating the words of Jesus in present day language. What he's saying there is self-help isn't gonna help you. Self-sacrifice is gonna help you. Do you wanna know what surrendering is? It's sacrificing, it's self-sacrificing. So when we come to God, we have to surrender and, and, and say, God, I'm gonna let you take the lead. I'm gonna take a back seat. It's not going to be my way. It's not going to be you plus me. It's going to be all you. It's going to be all you. It's not some of my way, some of your way. No, no, no. It's going to be all of God's way. We're going to let him take the lead for our life. Now, here's the last thing you got to do. The last thing is you have to commit your life, meaning you need to establish a relationship with God. We, we don't believe that someone comes to Christ, you know, makes a confession to receive him and walks away never to be seen again. That, that's not really the gospel we're preaching here at Lighthouse Church. The, the good news that we're preaching is there is a family that he wants to surround you with. And you're only gonna find that family through a relationship with God and with his church. Romans six nineteen says this, just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. So the beauty here is that God draws us into a relationship with him and he brings us to this place of, com uh, of communion with him. And, and I love that. I, lo I love that word communion with him because it lets me know that God wants to spend time with me. He wants to commune with me. He, he's not just looking for me to come and sit in a chair on a Sunday absent of talking to him Monday through Saturday. What he wants is a day in, day out relationship with him that we are in constant communion with him. And this is a beautiful thing that the God of the universe would say, I'm not too busy for you. And as a matter of fact, I'm calling out to you. I desire a relationship with you. I want to know you and I want for you to know 
me. And I love it because God's like, I, I don't love you for doing things for me. I love you just the way you are. I love you just as I made you. And when you enter into a relationship with him, you're going to just see all kinds of things begin to change in your life. And again, as Paul says, hey, you used to be slaves in purity, but now you're going to be a slave to righteousness. Now, now, now you're going to be sold out to commit and, and committed to a lifestyle of righteousness. So, so those are the things that we are leading people into, Lighthouse Church. When we talk about the very heartbeat of God for the lost to be saved, what does it mean to be saved? Well, we want for them to repent, to surrender, and to seek God in relationship. Now, you may be watching this video and, you're, and, and, and you haven't quite found God. And those are the things that we want for you. Wherever you're at on your journey, maybe you've repented, but you haven't yet surrendered. Well, today's a day that you can surrender. Or maybe you've repented and surrendered, but you don't have a relationship with him. That's not good either. You don't want to be have repented and, and surrendered your life, but you're now absent of a relationship because the relationship is really what he's drawing us into. And that's where the joy is found. And that's where the fulfillment is found. And we talk about being all in. You can't be all in and not have a relationship with him. So I hope you see the good things that he's calling you into. And I hope you see that these are the things that he wants for you. So let me tie this all up together for us, Lighthouse, as I come to a close. Once again, we talked about how the very heartbeat of God is for the lost to be saved. I want you to know, Lighthouse Church, that reaching the lost is our primary purpose. Reaching the lost is our primary purpose. And this is why our weekend services, our Sunday services, are designed primarily with the lost in mind. Our weekend services are primarily designed for the lost. We want people who do not know him to come into relationship for, with him. And, and I, I want you to do this. And as, as, I, as I just made that statement, I want you to understand that what you've got to do, Lighthousers, those of you that you've been with us from the start, or maybe you recently joined Lighthouse Church, hear me when I say, you need to resist the pool to make church all about you. You need to resist the pull of making church all about you. You see, when we understand that the heartbeat of God is for the lost to be saved, we're, we're willing to compromise on some of our preferences for the greater win. And so some of you, maybe you've got styles of music that you like or You've got preferences on what a service looks like, or maybe there's certain things that, that you see in a church service that you're like, that's not what I love. But when you are sold out to seeing lost people save, you're all in with it. You are all in with it. And so what are we going to do? We're going to resist the urge to say, you know, this weekend service, it's about me and they've got to sing my song and it's got to be a message that I want to hear it and things better go the way I want it to go. Hold on a second. First and foremost, this is to the glory of God. And number two, we are, we are working hard so that people come into a relationship with God. And here's the last thing we can do, okay? Create an experience that lost people love to attend. Create an experience that lost people love to attend. Now, we work hard to do this here at Lighthouse Church. and There's so much that goes into a weekend service, so much planning, um, so much effort, so much preparation. And if you're not involved on a Sunday team, I can get you to, I encourage you 
get involved on a Sunday team because when you get on the team, you get to help us go out on a search and rescue mission. Like I said a minute ago, when my dad gathered me and he gathered my brother, said, you go here, you go there. In the same way, we're doing that every single Sunday. And, and our team, whether it was the setup team or people working on production, everyone has a part to make sure that someone who does not know God has the opportunity to receive him on that day. And when you are on the team, you are, you are involved with creating a place and a space for people to encounter God. Now I'm gonna close with one more story and you know, this coincidentally happens to be a story about that exact same brother. Um, when my wife and I decided that we were going to start Lighthouse Church, my brother who serves in the military was out of state at the time. I think he might have even been out of the country at the time that we decided that we were going to start Lighthouse Church North County. And so, so much of what we were doing and getting this thing started was while he was away, he wasn't even in town when all this happened. And I remember when he came back and there was a family dinner um, and, and, and sitting with him, um, it, was, it was really the first time that he had sat with me to hear about the plans. Well, before that, I was speaking at a church and I was at this church and there was someone there that came and prophesied over my life. And if you don't know what that means, it's typically God will reveal a word for someone through somebody else. And so God revealed to this person a word for me and he came and he delivered this word to me and it happened to be about my brother. And he said, your brother's going to be with you launching the church. Your brother's going to be there. And in my mind, I'm like, my brother's not even home. <laughs> He's deployed. What do you mean my brother's going to help me get this church off the ground? And, and I held on to that word. But, but if I'm being honest, I held on to that word loosely because I knew that I'd be starting a church 50 miles from where my brother lived and had zero expectation for my brother and his wife to be a part of the church. And lo and behold, that dinner when my brother first got back and we we're just kind of catching up. I was asking about his trip was and how everything was going with the military. And he's asking about the church. He, he says, looks over at me and he says, Hey, hey, Josh, Josh. also, also, I want to let you know that me and my wife, we've been talking about the church that you're getting ready to start. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about it. We want to help you get the church started. You know, so I don't know what you want me to do. He says, I don't know if you want me to drive a golf cart and help people who park their cars or just stand at the door and shake hands. But we want to help you get the church off the ground. And in that moment, I was overwhelmed by the faithfulness of God. And it really was a confirmation of that word that was spoken over my life. Now, at the time, my sister-in-law, she, um, she was still new to the faith and she had not yet taken the step of baptism. And right there at that dinner, my wife with some boldness said, well, Betty, we're so excited that you would join the church and help us. She goes, we would we'd love to see you make a decision to get water baptized as your next step in your journey. And right away, without hesitation, she said, I'm ready to do it. And so before the church even started, we took Betty to my aunt's house where she had a pool and we had all the family there. And she was our very first water baptism for Lighthouse Church, North County. Now, why do I share that story? Because I really believe that later God spoke to me as I was just recalling all of these events and how amazing it was to see my own family make a decision to follow Christ before the church would even get going. And I believe that God's whispered to me, before I can do something through you, I have to do something to you. Before I can do something through you, I have to do something 
to you. And what he did to me in that day was to make sure that I knew that we weren't starting a church just to start another church down on the block. We weren't starting a church just to gain influence. And we weren't starting a church. No, no, no. That wasn't what it was about. What it was, what it was about, what it's always been about is for people far from God to come into a relationship with him. And so what God was getting ready to do through us needed to start with us. It had to start with us. And as I close my prayer for you is simply this. If you don't have a heart for the lost, and, 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 if it, and when you hear this, please don't feel condemned by that statement. Um, life happens. We're busy. You're raising kids. You got a lot going on. But sometimes we get so busy with life that we don't even think about people who are far from God. So this is going to be my simple prayer for you is if you don't have a heart for people who are far from God, I'm going to pray that God would do this to you. I'm going to pray that God would break your heart for the things that break his heart. I'm going to pray that God would break your heart for the things that break his heart. I believe if you make that your prayer, Lighthouse Church, you're going to start seeing more opportunities open up for you to make an invitation to someone. You're gonna, God's going to put people on your path and you're going to have the opportunity to share your faith. Why? So that the lost can be saved. So that people far from God can know God. That's the primary reason we exist. That's what we do after we've come to faith is we join the search and rescue mission. And so I'm going to leave you with that and I'm going to pray with you over that Lighthouse Church. That, that if, if, if you can admit, you know, I'm I, you know, I just so busy with life. I, I can't honestly say that I'm thinking about the lost. Pray for God to give you a burden. He will do it to you before he does it through you. He's going to put a burden inside of you. He's going to break your heart for the things that break his heart. And before you know it, God's going to be sending people your way. You're going to be bringing them to church. Hey, before you know it, we're, we're going to be in this brand new sanctuary and there are going to be so many people coming to Christ because you said, God, break my heart for the things that break yours. Thank you for your time, Lighthouse Church. Let me just pray for you and y'all go and enjoy the rest of your day and have a great Labor Day weekend. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God. If this message has blessed your life, I want to encourage you to share this message with others or go online to our website and consider making a donation so that we can continue bringing you content just like today's message. God bless you.